Hi there, I'm Maddie and welcome to Val Table Talk, uh, where we talk about business and law. Today I am joined by none other than David. Hello. Would Hi, you Maddie. like to say your full name and so everyone knows who you are, what you do? Sure. My name's David Hodgkinson. I'm the Associate Head of Law Academic here and an Associate Professor in Law. So welcome to our first episode. It's called Your Route to the Legal Profession. We're going to unpick the topic of becoming a law professional since it's not as straightforward as you think. Now, firstly, what's the difference between a lawyer, barrister and solicitor? Uh, right. Well, barristers and solicitors, they are lawyers. It's not just barristers and solicitors. It could be like paralegals, legal executives. There's lots of different career paths that people can go into after a law degree. But we use the generic term, they are lawyers. Mm -hmm. um, a, I suppose if you want to say what's the difference between a solicitor and a barrister, really I'd use a medical law analogy. So a solicitor would be like a general practitioner. Mm -hmm. So you go to your doctor and, you, and that doctor can advise you on lots of different ailments. Mm -hmm. Same thing with a solicitor. You go to a solicitor and solicitors generally offer um, information and guidance and advice on lots of different areas. Clearly some of them will specialise and, and there are some solicitors firms which specialise. But really then the barrister, with the, continuing the medical analogy, the barrister is like a consultant. Mm -hmm. So really a barrister does specialise. I mean, not many barristers do more than one, possibly two areas. So you, so if it was a criminal law matter, for example, you'd have a barrister who generally only practises criminal law. Mm -hmm. So, um, But I think one thing is with career progression, um, lots of people, when they start the degree, you know, they've just got ideas about becoming one or the other. And it's when they're doing their degree that they then develop uh, more of an interest. Um, there are more differences. I can perhaps just help you with for a moment. Yeah, I'd love to hear okay. that. Um, the thing with, with barristers, really, that's somebody who likes an audience. Okay, Somebody who uh, wants to persuade, because that's really what barristers do. They advocate. Mm. So it's somebody who can talk, communicate, uh, get up in front of people, and uh, uh, win, uh, win a case, they're brief mm. to win. Same with solicitors, but perhaps solicitors don't necessarily have such of a, a public-facing uh, role. Solicitors probably do more paper-based and more office-based office work. Mm. There, there's, a, there's, a middle, there's a middle ground, though, you see, because the, the question with the difference of a barrister and a solicitor, um, some solicitors want to advocate so they do become what's called a solicitor advocate mm -hmm. so this is a solicitor who r rather than just do the paperwork side of things the paper-based work they also go into court mm. um, and, lot, and it, it, the question actually is 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 multifaceted because it also depends on the type of practice uh, so, for example, take magistrates' court work, mm -hmm. which which is the uh, I won't say low level, but the lower tiers in the court structure. Um, mad, uh, solicitors may well advocate there, but not in Crown Court. Mm -hmm. So, I think that in response to your question is um, barristers specialise, solicitors more general, but they can specialise. Mm -hmm. Lawyers is a generic term for them both. No, okay. We learn something new every day. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> especially if you come to De Montfort University. Yes, definitely. Uh, we'll move on to our next question. Uh, what What do you do after your undergrad degree if you want to be a solicitor? Right, okay. Now, that's a great question. And the reason why it's a great, great question, and certainly quite timely, is because things are changing. 
what used to happen is a, a, somebody would do their undergraduate law degree and then they would take what's called the legal practice course, the mm -hmm. LPC. Okay, and that course would be generally a year, a year long, full time, two years part time, and then they would go on and have to get what's called a training contract. So mm -hmm. they get a training contract with a solicitor's firm, um, and a, a bit like an apprenticeship, you know. So they'd have the um, substantive part of it from learning from the legal practice course about uh, about the law etc but the actual what the solicitor does then they'd have to do a two-year course after that now things have changed because the solicitor's regulation authority uh, has changed the, the 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 platform for becoming a solicitor now and what we have is we have what's called the sqe the solicitors qualifying exams mm. and this new sqe course is a cutting-edge course where people do their degree and then they go forward to still learn the same areas similar to the LPC but the method of examination and the method of like contemporary and current knowledge mm -hmm. and, and I think the way that students convey knowledge um, because there's been a lot of thought about you know whether we necessarily want people to um, just do uh, academic stages and, and these vocational stages and then regurgitate answers mm. the beauty of this SQE is that you also do it whilst you're wor working, so you can get a, uh, so uh, students can now get a job, say, with what's called a, uh, a qualifying provider, so maybe a paralegal, and it can be in anything. So, for example, a wide range of uh, legal uh, um, circumstances and situations. So, no longer do they have to work purely and simply in a solicitor's practice, they could, say, work, for example, in the legal department of any major company, mm. as it were, or any company, really, as long as that, that's classed as qualifying, you know, that, that it's the SRA. I mean, really, if somebody's interested in becoming a solicitor, they should look at the SRA, the Solicitor's Regulation Authority. Mm. They Google that, and, and then they'll be able to find the details about how you do it through the SQE route. Um, I should also say there's another great website called the Law Gazette. Mm -hmm. they, it's free. If they Google the Law Gazette, it's great. I take it every day. So much information on there. And is it a magazine on website? Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's a yeah. magazine for solicitors. Uh, and but it's free it's open access for everybody so it's great so you know when, when I speak to new applicants who are coming or certainly their parents and guardians if they if they indicate they want to be a solicitor I always mm. recommend the Law Gazette so I mean to put it in a nutshell how do you become a solicitor well you do your law degree and then you could do the LPC but that's going it's being phased out we do the LLM SQE so a student can come to us do their degree and do the SQE course and then they'll take their exams at the end of that. Mm. That's with a different provider. I mean, there's a lot of regulatory requirements in it. They don't do their actual SQE exams with us. They do that with some with somebody else through the, S, through the SRA. Mm. Um, and uh, like I say, find the qualifying work experience and then they become a solicitor that way. Mm. Very fascinating. Um, so what is the difference between an LPC and an SQE course? Well, all right. Now, the main difference, a great question, uh, because, you, I mean, I think, the, I think the, the thrust of your question is, well, why are we doing the SQE then? Why didn't we keep the LPC? Mm. Well, I th again, I think the main difference that I would suggest is that the LPC 
has is clearly um, giving electives. It's giving information about the uh, necessary substantive knowledge that somebody would need to be a solicitor. Um, and it does also have vocational elements to it, what, what we would call we impart functional awareness. Mm -hmm. So uh, whilst you are, say, for example, learning criminal litigation uh, and practice directions like the law, mm -hmm. you'd also, in a separate module, do advocacy. And in that advocacy module, that would give you the functional awareness. So you, you kind of take your information from the criminal litigation, then you'd learn how to advocate the point, maybe in a... a, a a plea in mitigation or a bail application or something so that's the lpc now the thing with the sqe the sqe as i say i think that you still get all that you still clearly you get the substantive knowledge and the substantive topics again you do the the uh, practical side of things but with the sqe it's kind of rolled into one it's much more functional it's, it's much more um uh, uh, students can accommodate and assimilate the information because for example, whilst you're doing, say, a criminal trial module, you'll be learning all the substantive parts of the criminal trial, but then within that module, your assessment may well be a presentation or, for example, you know, an advocacy assessment, again, the bail application within the module. I mean, again, to relate here to De Montfort, as you know, we're very keen on universal design for learning. And what we do from that is we offer lots of different methods of being assessed. Mm. I mean, we see here, certainly in the law school, we're very progressive. And what we see is we see assessment itself really is still part of the learning curve. So assessment is a form of teaching as well. And it's all about empowerment. And so therefore, with regards to like the actual, if I had to say what's the one difference between the LPC and the SQE, the SQE is better, definitely better, because it's going to prepare you for the workplace, and that's what we're doing here. And that's so key, especially yeah. at Montford University. Absolutely, with and with these this particular vocational type of course. So uh, it's going to prepare you for the workplace, and the, the, the reason it's better is because it's modern. It's there. It's what the profession has turned to it. And so the, and the actual assessments, they come down to multiple choice assessments as well for the actual SQE part afterwards. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So um, uh, I, I could say there's no difference. I mean, look, let's, let's be honest. I want to be an honest guide for you. You <laughs> say, well, you can become a solicitor doing the LPC or doing the SQE. Although ha having said that, I mean, I've just been speaking to some students this morning that have interviews coming up and they were telling me that they're finding the firms are moving to the SQE because... Mm. Uh, times change don't they things change simple as that first rule of life <laughs> literally you know, yeah that's right so um you know and so the students coming through doing the sqe uh, they're they're going to be getting their interviews and because they've got this work experience that it's kind of they're ready mm. um look i know we we are we're talking um, um in one sense here in, in a, a limited context mm. i know lots of lots of my friends are solicitors and different barristers etc but um one particular that just uh, i can recall um somebody i was talking to is a partner at, a, at a, a local firm and he says to me he says look all we want is somebody that can hit the ground running okay and, and actually you know we, we can interview them say hi get on with them and say right here's the brief you know, get off down the mags tomorrow or deal mm. with the civil side of it. That's what the SQE does, okay? The, that, that SQE is there because you're doing that qualifying experience, you're getting that 
that, that, that thought, that focus, that functional stuff. And so therefore you can go into that firm and say, right, employ me now, right? Give me the work and I'm ready to do it. I can mm. hit that ground running. So what are the benefits of doing an LLM course in a specific yeah. area of law? Do you know what? The, 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 it's exponential. I can't, the, the benefits are just amazing. Yeah. Matter of fact, it brings the hairs up on the back of my neck because it's just going to bring so much thinking you know we've got great systems here especially you know all places are going to say that you know they offer different things but here at de montfort we've got a dedicated law library on two floors of mm. our dedicated building there uh, the business and law our faculty our building called the hugh aston is fantastic we have an advocacy suite and what we do in the advocacy suite we can and you know train do that functional training mm. so we have a mock courtroom set up we've got a full a size court uh, in uh, we have a different that's in a different building but a full a size court with a jury jury uh, I didn't even area. know I mean I've been here for like four years I should yeah. know about this yeah <laughs> like, we've, we've got the cells well it's actually an actual full size court yeah, it's over in uh, Castle Business School across there, oh, the, Castle, yeah. the Castle Building. Yeah. yeah, there. You know, with the witness box and the, the, the judge's bench, everything. And the public gallery, there's a whole lot. So it's about learning by doing, so we can immerse students. Also, that we mustn't forget, of course, it's not just about this function. The empowerment comes from the academic side of things. Mm. You know, just finding out about those areas of law, finding out about equity, commercial law, consumer law, etc., yeah, uh, to be honest, so many different areas, contract, public law. I mean, mm. I, the li- I, I won't list them, quite boring, <laughs> but, you know, just those different things that come to the students. And then, again, the, the thing with an LLM, the ma- that's the master's level. So we've mm-hmm. got what, the bachelor's level. It's a mm-hmm. bachelor of law, right? The LLB, that's a bachelor of law. Then you go on to do the LLM, a master of law. Mm. And that, again, it's like it, so it's like taking forward, taking forward the areas that you really enjoyed on your law degree and you think to yourself right I want to become a master I want to really find out more about that and mm. I want to research I mean we so we, we teach really the 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 main areas but we teach students to challenge policy mm. and that's what this is about you know that it, it, there's no point just taking in the the principles and regurgitating them in an exam yeah you're going to pass but really we want to, to import the, impart the understanding it's about challenging policy mm. because again we're all moving along the bus we're all moving along that timeline so we have the new applicants come in and they're going to change the world this is the point this they're going to learn they're going to challenge policies as i say they're going to learn what's wrong with the law mm. okay i think we can we any of us can just open the papers and just think about what's happening in the world yeah uh, it's not new you know I mean, I know, you know, you can look at the world now and think, you know, so, I mean, you'll know yourself with media, I suppose. Yeah. It's just because of communication. It's because it's opened up to us that we can yeah. we can see. I mean, there's many problems with the internet, as we both know. Yeah. But, you know, it, having been able to sort of, what's the word, um, not attack it, but question it yeah. and being able to have that open discussion, especially with law. Law needs, so obviously, needs to change or it, you know, doesn't. There's yeah. aspects of it that constantly thriving and yeah. the fact these new applicants are going to be doing that yeah it's absolutely. incredible I, I think the thing to do if anybody's listening and they they're really interested in, in coming to de montfort which which is a great idea and i'm not mm. just saying that because i work for them i mean look you've got to admit the student support here is fantastic oh it's amazing i've never known any like it yeah the, 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 the you know the homogenous approach that we have
after it and the care not only profession professional care that's shown for everybody mm. is second to none you know so the, 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 for me it's 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 about the student life i think mm. you know it's about the three years of being here maybe more if you go into the masters so it's about that that whole inclusion that, that inclusivity and that idea that not only are you going to come out with a great degree but you're going to come out dare I say it, a better person? Possibly. Do you see what I mean? In context, <laughs> when I say better. <laughs> Don't I mean, anybody write in and say, what does he mean by better? You know. I mean, speaking as someone who chose to come to DMU, I mean, I came from a really rural background, you know, fish out of water. You know, I came to DMU and I was a little bit nervous, but for, I mean, it's four years now. It's such a great place, not just the city, the university, the people here, you know, the staff. Mm definitely the support i said with the teachers yeah, as talking is also a dyslexic person as well right. um the disabled support here is amazing yes. um you know we have access to special needs teachers who yeah. help you write out your essay yeah. make you understand it a bit better but then at the same time the lecturers are doing that too yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely and with those as well i've been talking about facilities actually like we talked about the law library etc et um but our personal tutor system a mm. personal tutor system as well. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I just meant. I just thought actually, because um, the different learning styles. So having talked about the the library, mm -hmm. a lot of students like to use books, but a lot of it's online now. So we have we have what we call uh, law trove. Where so we provide all in the law area all the Oxford University Press books. So uh, they so if students come to us. They have access to over 121 textbooks. I do all criminal law, and there are, I have 18 criminal law books in my DMU law trove. So students can just access that online. Mm. So again, it's all about, uh, uh, you know, I, I've grown up with it. Like I said, 23 years. It used to be, you know, we'd have an acetate. <laughs> students would come in, I'd do it all, and that'd be it. And they'd all say, yes, thanks very much, and we've learned it. And then right now have an essay at the end of the year, uh, mm. an exam at the end of the year. Now, clearly, I, you know, we've all learned the different ways, the different styles and the different... And you raised dyslexia, so clearly you have different uh, methods that you mm. employ to learn, as it were. And so I think that's one gr another great thing about, about De Montfort is that there are all these different um, methods available yeah. and, and that we care about them. And, you know, and I think, um, it, it, not to kind of go on too much about this really, but... Mm. My view of my colleagues is that we all care. And now here's the thing. It's not a question of like we just teach. Because, I mean, I think I don't actually, I never refer to myself as a teacher or lecturer. I never use it, to be honest. Like at the, at the, at the beginning when I said associate professor, I never really, I don't class myself as, I, I don't use that terminology. For me, I think I facilitate your learning, mm. as it were. You know, I, it's, I mean, I know what I think about it. I, I, you know, I've got my degree. I've learned about the law, but that's what I think about it. Mm. I, I try, and we all do, we try to get students to say, well, look, you know, here is uh, what we think about the law, but now what do you think? Mm. You know, because it doesn't matter what they say, actually, as long as they support it with authority. You know, and and, and come the day, uh, you know, I love it when a student says to me, Hodgie, I mean, folks call me Hodgie because <laughs> my surname Hodgkin, say, Hodgie, you're wrong, all right? And this is why you're wrong. You know, that's it. I know I've done my job then. I think we've covered all our questions. Um, would there anything else you'd like to say to our audience? Uh, well, this this is for people who are thinking about doing law, isn't it? Mm. I suggest go to, come to one of our open days. That's They're the first fantastic. thing. Yeah. Mind. You know, have a look round. Um, 
I think also, look, if we've got cards on the table, it's about going where you're happiest. Mm. I think if, if somebody is happy, then they're going to do well. So I think the final thing I'd like to say is that that's here at De Montfort, I think everyone is happy. Mm. I've never had, honestly, I've never had since I've been here a student that's come into my office and actually said, you know what, I, I, I'm just not happy. I just wish I hadn't done it. Mm. I just, it, I don't experience that. So I think the final thing I would say is go where you're happiest, but I bet that's De Montfort. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I think we're done. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you.